Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi. Hi, welcome to Ghost Man Radio Station. And my guest today is Daniel Burnett. Who is Daniel Burnett? Well, he's one of the youngest cryptozoologists we probably know. John reckons, or I reckon as well, he's probably going to be a future John in his old age. You know, when he gets older, he'd be like, because the subject you've chosen is not a conventional subject, is it? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. What got you into it? Because it's not it's not like your average day you get into football or major other things that young lads your age get into. So what made you get into cryptozoology? So um I was sat with my granddad probably about two years ago now. Um and I was sat watching the program Expedition Big, uh Bigfoot. So we were uh, sat and it was interesting and oh there's this oh there's that and um i i said to gramps is this real and he went well could be and 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 he didn't i didn't rethink really anything else of it and we were really, really excited for the next episode and my cousin was with me and and i went home one day uh and researched um what bigfoot is and what bigfoot's like and it was very very interesting and the it was just an amazing um rabbit hole that i went down and from then on i've been really really interested into the bigfoot world 
and I decided to actually go out in the forest and to kind of gain the experience, the experience um, for when I, um, for when we go and actually look. Um, and I took my cousin and we went to look for deer and it was probably the most amazing year we had. And it we found footprints, we found a deer actually barked in front of us and it 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 was an amazing, an amazing trip. And when that ended, um, because there's only so many times you can go out and go and look for deer, um, we we decided to kind of go, right, it's time to go and look for um a big cat because it was around this area and we didn't know if Bigfoot was around around this area and it was an easier subject and when we went out looking for this big cat uh uh my nan who is my partner in all in all expedition stuff she she stood by me and looked down and went that Daniel what's this and I turned around and I stood there in shock for probably two two minutes um and it was an 18 inch print in front of us um and from then it's been crazy mate honestly and it's been an amazing journey and you do know that the history of british bigfoot has had a controversial up and down mm, yeah. yeah i'm not gonna go too much into it yeah, yeah, yeah. there's the, 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 the two beliefs really a it couldn't be possible in this country but obviously mm. you're disproving this because I know you produce quite a lot of evidence. Um, and you're going to, I know from through watching John's, you're trying to get a second opinion so that you've got more further evidence. Yeah. And there's the paranoid, par- par- paranormal version that it's not really real. We're just sensing it from yeah. like, like reliving a, 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 a thing from our caveman days. Mm. Yeah. Like, and, and, back. It'll be before any of this happened. I felt the same way. I didn't believe Bigfoot was here in the UK. Gramps didn't believe Bigfoot was here in the UK. Mum and Mum and Dad didn't. And it was until we found that, and I went, "Holy crap! What's in front of me?" And I go, and nothing that we have found. We didn't even go into the forest in the mind of Bigfoot. We were going into the forest with the mind of finding a where where big cats live. And it's from then it's just snowballed very, very big and nothing and I can promise everyone this is fake. It's all a hundred percent legit in everything that we found and i, I wouldn't I... suspect it otherwise daniel because i would have thought mm. with your condition you, you yeah know, uh, you know you're autistic is that right yeah um and not being funny most autistic people are very focused minded you don't mind me mentioning this do you no it's fine that, mate, yeah that, that, they're very focused minded because i i watch yeah. old man do you know of tom stolman He's a, well. He's a, he's one two world's strongest men, and he's he's autistic as well. Oh, is he? Wow. Yeah. So I know yeah. from watching his videos that you you can be very analytical minded. So you won't mm. just you won't, you'll be very 
this is you know I've got to find it out. And this is the way it's going to go, yeah. And and if I want to do something, I'll do it. And it's that's kind of a good thing to have in research because a lot of people, once you kind of stop finding stuff, you kind of give up. And that's what some researchers do is because they can't find anything, they just stop. Now, I am determined to find out what made all of this um, in this forest and nothing's going to stop me. No, nothing. I, I can't see how how it could be a hoax because a how would nobody know that he was going to go out of the forest that exact day? Yeah. B, B you would have heard somebody there because I don't think I presume this forest isn't well used for, by many people. Not many people, no. no. And we won't mention where because we don't want any evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know John said that he's looked at your pictures and Richard's looked at the evidence yep. as well and they're very they're very convinced that you have found something they can't say exactly what because like you said you've got to be fine that yeah the, you've got one little proof but you've got yep. to make sure in this world that we live in unfortunately because mm. everything could be fate so mm. easily there's like a lot of big cat reports you mm. read them and of course people say oh I see the big cat outside my window and all it is is they've seen a cat a small cat and it they've enlarged it and just faked mm. it yeah, yeah. and 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 with the dna you go can that be faked can that be faked to the point where scientists have brought that up you don't know but it's a question that 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 just unloads a lot more questions. In in this job, there's no answers, which is a bit of a pain. But that's that that that's the way you you kind of gotta research. Um, it's but what we found out there, I can say, is not natural. Well, that's the point, though, isn't it? If if it was a magic answer, a bit like Loch Ness, now. Mm. We know probably that Pinosaur probably doesn't live at the bottom of this. Probably mm. not feasible, but there's lots of theories. It could be eel, could be like a, um, a deformed, uh, a mutated fish of some sort. Yeah, mm. I think there's probably going to be more along that lines, like a catfish. Yeah. A lot of people say catfish can't possibly live there. But then there's people that say people who brought in catfish from Europe to be hunted. Mm. You know, fished yeah. in rivers. Um, yeah. So it, it it's a it's a very very big mystery, and it's just an amazing mystery. And one thing that kind of go, goes to mind is us as humans are destroying the forest. We are. That, that that's what humans do, which is why when it comes to actually finding Bigfoot, if we do, I think, yes, for this scientific world, we want to find out, but why don't we leave these creatures alone to what they're doing? Because so far, the 
people the the creatures that we have kind of come across they've now become endangered so it's kind it's kind of do we leave these creatures alone or now my me myself i'm stuck between both i i want to find this creature but yeah but yet again i don't if you know what i mean yeah i do know what you mean i i'm as i'm a great i was talking to someone the other day and i'm a great believer that you know, I was saying to them the moment that we think about giants and people mm. about giants or little people. I was wondering if, like, back then, anybody over six foot would have been considered a giant because the average mm. height of people far, far back is probably about five foot or just under because mm. you look at the main, the height of buildings. Of yeah. So anybody yeah. over six foot would have been considered a giant. Anyone under five might have been considered a small person and then there could have been myths mm. built around that. I'm not saying that's true because I don't know. But I, yeah. I can see how mythology and folkology can cross over into cryptozoology. And I think, I don't think there's any difference in them personally. I think what's happened is that I always believe that a myth or folkology, there has to be an element somewhere in there of truth. It's just yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's very true, mate. So what do you think, how far do you want to go with this? Would you, like, we'll say... Go as far, we'll go as far as you want, mate. And I, I, I think, I think John has mentioned this as well, that he thinks that you should write something like a book based on how you did this, that how you how you started your podcast up, how you got involved in the cryptozoology world. So, I I don't know if John's told you, but that book is coming out in February. That's that, good. I'm, I'm pleased about that because I think yeah. it's important for someone like you, who's a younger generation, mm. it's going to be more acceptable in that, in the younger world. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, when oldies like me and John talk about it they're just going to go oh those old farts what they know about it yeah <laughs> but they do don't they <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? it's true. yeah yeah and I'm glad that your uh your first Bigfoot convention went quite well because I heard I had well. hear very good good for hear very good results yeah it it, it it was a very very good success and it's it was amazing to see so many people there um, that here in the UK that they cared about what Bigfoot is and they wanted to come and find out what it was all about. And it's like there was a uh, a gentleman and a uh, young lady who were there from probably uh, five to ten and which is and the event started at 10 and they left at two o'clock when the event finished so that so they were there for the whole event so that and and i didn't know who they were so it was a pretty good event to see that 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 really impacted and i can say our our plans for next year are getting bigger by the minute well, yeah, but that's how you progress. You've mm. got to see how well the first one goes. 
Then you can yeah. see the te- you can see the teething problems. You can say, "Oh, should mm. we try this next time? Perhaps we should try an ice cream." You know, like mm. a you know, even if it's like only get you don't get to see it like a delay. You know, like they mm. do events on YouTube. You know, mm. like you you watch a lecture, but that was only on that time. You know, you won't see all the rest of it. Perhaps you just mm. want to watch the lecture sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, say so, say so we did do a live stream for uh the talks that we had. Um and we did have some um some people watch that which was amazing. Um so yeah, it all together it was a very, very good success. I'll say that. That's good. I'm glad about that. And I talked to uh, a couple of people that you uh, went to, uh, Vera. Vera, yeah, 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 and uh, obviously, I sent you the podcast interview I uh, did with her, and she came across oh, a very, yes. she was a very, very interesting person. Yes, she is, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was really, it was really, really nice to see that they, that they were all there. Um, and in fact, I'm all, I'm, I'm actually meeting up with them all on Sunday. So, yeah. So it's a. It, it's a really, really nice. Um, it was a nice time to see all of them there. Um, very, very stressful and busy. I'll say that. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a very, very great event, mate. Well, you had a good person there because John used to run his own weird weekends. Yeah, malls were in places like that, so he had yeah. experience of how it runs. So John, John did really, really well. Um, he sold all his books. Um and so did Richard. Um they uh everyone liked their their talks. Um yeah, but they did amazingly well. Well they they're very good at it. They've they've done it for so long. They know how mm. to engage audiences and Yeah. Yeah. And Richard Richard with these expeditions, I mean I c I wouldn't have the guts to do what half the things he does, but <laughs> is it something you would do? If someone said to you Daniel, someone rang up from America. Would you like to go on a Bigfoot expedition in the well, over there? To say that I'm friends with most of the Bigfoot community over there, I would say yes. Um, where uh, we we might go to a conference uh, in June um, and we may go in the forest then. Um, but on a big expedition, it would take some thought because I don't really fancy being eaten by a bear. Um, now that now that's one of the concerns, Mark, that I don't have to worry about here. Um, no, I don't. But so. <laughs> I, I love yeah, um, yeah. But um, my answer to that was I don't know. Um, now. Not in the dark, anyways. I'm not a big fan of the dark. I, yeah, I, unfortunately, I, most of them come out at night because it's yeah. Say, say it's 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 the it's the actually being in the forest and in the dark. Where here in the UK, yeah. yeah, yeah, here in the UK, you do have. Those odd few people that will be there in in 
in the dark and 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 kind of do but in america in in the middle there you could just get lost in there couldn't you it, it, it's it, it's a maze but it's it's an amazing place um say i go to florida orlando every year and even that's amazing when you fly in on the plane you can see it, the amount of forest the that is um and a creature could live there oh it, yeah Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah. We, we don't even know half the planet yet. And those yeah. people say we've been everywhere. We haven't been. I mean, it's still finding yeah. tribes in the middle of the Amazon. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. What would you. Do you think there is a connection? I felt, I find that when I look up for Bigfoot, I normally find, not so much in this country, but perhaps it's this country, that a connection between Bigfoot, paranormal, and UFO reports in that one area. Um. Oh, yeah, very, very good, good kind of... Now, I've been asked that a few times. Now... <laughs> I don't know that much about UFOs. Um, I haven't studied them enough. 
I would say there is some link somewhere. How? It, it remains a mystery. Um, because you tend to have weird encounters with lights. Um, now, I don't know. Now, I know that is definitely in America. But what I try and do with my research is I try and take everything from here in the UK. So reports from here in the UK, I take as because every country, in my opinion, has their own similarities and differences with Bigfoot. So it's like you have different color hairs, you have different color uh, like eyes and tree structures you have different kind of it's like in Alaska you have upside down trees and um, now I just think here in the UK we haven't there's not been enough people out in the UK researching Bigfoot so we don't have that much so the more people we can get out the more evidence we're going to be able to get so which is why it's like I've started a uh, UK Bigfoot research team there's some brand new stuff coming in um in January so, so some really, really big stuff which should be amazing um so the more people that we can get involved the more we know about Bigfoot which means the more we're gonna see which means you're gonna do it like a they use it like the Welsh do when they do the big cat sightings. They normally put a found in Cumbria, uh, big cat. A map. Yeah, like a map and like a if possible, if the witnesses don't want to mention names, anything you could say, Mister Smith saw such and such or heard such and such. Mm. And this, well, you don't have to give the reference, but you can give away the area. I mean, the area is mm. vast, so it doesn't matter. They say mm. so, say. We 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 as a team have start have started to kind of put put together a map. Um, it's not going to be published yet because we're still using it for private investigations. Yeah, yeah that's right. But um, but it it should be published probably summer next year. Yeah, wait till you've done all your investigations. You know, yeah. know about, and then once you've done that. It doesn't matter so much because you're not going to give away exactly where it is. Yeah. Because even if they did know where the forest was, I mean, you're not going to, the forest, even the size of a small forest, you're not going to find an exact location unless you've got one for days. Yeah. Kind of and, and, and the location of the forest where prime, where the primate DNA will never come out of my mouth. No, no, don't, no, no, it, don't, don't give it to anyone. It will never, um, no. and because it, it's very, very important that we keep a very, very close eye on that area because you don't find primate DNA there every day, and it needs to be a place where we keep under kind of um, surveillance. I'll say that um, because, yeah, if we find a creature there, then we're um, we're gonna completely ask the council to go. Can we cordon this off, please? Yeah. I know you said um, you found some bones. 
Now I did Bones, say to, yeah. I did say to John it could possibly be. I'm not saying it is. It could have been a poacher's sort of hideaway, you know, where he kept all the ones we didn't want nobody to know about. I'm not saying it is, but yeah. you've got to look at as you know, you have to look at all these possibilities. But like mm -hmm. you say, you never found a head, which pretty unusual. Mm. And it's pretty unusual not to find at least a rib bone or something that says mm. the creature was there. So I'm not too sure. I'm not an expert enough to know these things. So I, I know a decent amount uh, about these bones that we found. We found 40 to 50 bones in one in one pit. Now you go <laughs> forty to fifty bones. We should be calling the police, but um, you go. We we confirmed it's there, so we know it's there. Um, but how did that get killed? Now there's been another. Um, there was another carcass found, an actual carcass. We've said it's there, but very recently we got some hair that was about uh, four feet off the ground in a, in a tree. And it it looked like sheep wool. You, it's probably about a metre from all the fields. Because you got like a bush, and then it opens up into the fields, and there's gaps. But there is no way the farmers are going to let their sheep in the forest. No, no, no way. No, no, no. So, and that kind of went to me like we've assumed it's there, but we don't know it's there, and it's a whole carcass. You had the whole rib cage and it was still it was still perfect uh you had the back and the legs were torn off which would say an, an animal would have done it rather than a human i don't know i can i can answer that yet um yeah because yeah, it's hard to tell because you know because it is possible to tear mm. But, yeah, until you yeah get and the, and the... and <sighs> sheep are easy prey, easy for yeah, yeah. big cats, yeah. Bigfoot stuff Actually, like that. Dogs, yeah, anything. Yeah. Mm. Now, something that I've been meaning to do for a while is see if I can locate the farmer who who would actually put these sheep in, in, in his fields. Because if you find the farmer, now quite often farmers will have some odd sightings. In my opinion, there is more Bigfoot sightings here in the UK than we than we know about. There are people out there that have seen Bigfoot ju that just has haven't come up i spoke to a witness on 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 my podcast and he said i didn't share my story for 35 years i went why he went i was i was too scared i went 
Right, so people are too scared to come forward. Now, that's where it goes into the community that you need to build, where you go, you, when you bring up the word Bigfoot, people chat to you about it, don't laugh, don't laugh at you, laugh at you and just walk away. Because that is the community here in, here in the UK that we know about, isn't it? It's... So that's what I'm trying to kind of get away from is where you can go out and say that word Bigfoot and people know. Um, and if that farmer has a sighting of Bigfoot, that will put more on the investigation, which means it would increase the chances of a Bigfoot drawing that sheep into the forest. Now, it could have been a cat. It could have been a dog it could have been a deer just dying but it still remains the weird fact of finding a lot of sheep wool it is a bit weird yes it's not not the sort of thing i heard i did interview one person years ago who lived in who uh, worked up scotland where he reckoned and they, i don't know much uh, he was quite convinced he saw werewolves now whether it was a werewolf or whether um, it was a Bigfoot looking more, you know, he may stuck the face in the darkness for like more of a, a dog face rather than an ape face. I don't know. I, I, he didn't go into much detail. So whether it's, hmm. I mean, he he was thoroughly convinced and he had army training. So he would wow. know bits of it. I can't, I'll have to try and find that something like that. I've got so many, I can't remember which ones it was. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. And I think it's always a fascinating subject, cryptozoology, because people obviously think it's all about the monsters and all that. Mm. But it's not. It's about finding things in it, finding things that should, shouldn't even exist. Because like in the dinosaur world, they're always finding something. Yeah. Recently, there was a not dinosaur. It was a blind shrew they found somewhere that was shouldn't what? be even shouldn't even be exist. Apparently. Wow. Yeah, I put it on uh, John's uh, centre of uh, CZ uh, Facebook page. Mm, wow. Because John used to do a lot of the new species, but it doesn't do it so much. Mm, people, yeah. People have some interest in it, really. Mm -hmm. They prefer like this talks about different subjects. Yeah, wow. And how do you fit all this in with schoolwork? So, I'm as you mentioned, uh, I'm I'm autistic, so I I really struggle with school, and I'm year ten now, so coming up to GCSEs, but it's to the point where I can't even walk in the gate. So at the moment I'm doing home learning, um, which means it puts me on a better position to do all this work. Now, to to arrange the event was absolutely hectic. It took up all my time. I was up to about midnight preparing stuff, up at seven doing, and it. I make time. I make time. If I, I want to do it, I'm I make time. About that. I, I, I just thought I'd mention about the autistic bit because I don't think 
you highlight it enough because I think it's important that people know just because you've got a problem doesn't mean you can't do something. It doesn't really matter to me, mate. I I'm I I will roll on with what I with what I do, and it doesn't really, apart from the anxiety style, side of things. I just get on with stuff, um, and it's not really a problem, really. It's just it's just kind of just living with it, and 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 just kind of it does come with an amazing memory, though. I have an an amazing memory. <laughs> yeah, it's got the, it's good it's good it's got bad points, but I think yeah. it's, it's like me. I've got uh, I got various problems, old problems and memory problems. But like I keep saying, people, it shouldn't be defining you. It should be the fact that as long as you're trying to do something about yourself, even mm. if you, it's like if I post one video, and only one person watches it, I think oh, at least one person went out their way to watch it. Yeah, you know, mm. because you can't worry about numbers all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine yeah. when you do your podcast, you you, I've seen the way you set up, and it's quite clever. I like the way you mm-hmm. do discussions and interact and laugh about joke and all that. I think it's important <laughs> that you have the comedy side of it, and that you don't take it mm. completely too seriously. Mm. Because I think it, it, the world's serious enough as it is. Yeah. Yeah, and and say I will. De- I will definitely say I did my interview with John yesterday, and that will be out uh, February, I think. And I gotta say, we did more laughing than talking. Yeah, John's a good character. He's a good player. Yeah, he, yeah, he he's, is. He, he, he's very good at the getting the information because he's more knowledgeable than I ever be. He's probably mm-hmm. one of the top cryptozoologists in Britain. It might be. And it's like you've got you've got some really, really good people here in the UK and no one is kind of recognising um these guys for it. And it's like now I've been put on the paper as now the UK's biggest um bit Bigfoot researcher now, um or quickly um and it's just amazing it's just it's it's the fact of trying to get these people together and the more john's name goes out the more my name goes out the more my team's name go out the bigger we're gonna get which means more people will know about us and that's what i want i don't want it famous don't want it for money i want it so then people will know people know we're here. So then if anything comes up, if anyone spots anything, we're here. And because when you sight when you sight one of these creatures, where do you go? What do you do? And the answer soon, I hope will be, come to us and come to come and and even John's in my team now. So so it means that that John will get the info, I'll get the info, loads of other researchers will get the info. Are you going to have uh, Richard Freeman on your podcast? He's very interesting. Very entertaining. I, I am arranging an interview with him currently now, yeah. Yeah, yeah you'll find him very, very, very fascinating. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. led a very, very career. And I, I, as I say, I, I couldn't have the guts to do what he does. 
Yeah. No, neither, yeah. I mean, he's travelled, I would have thought, halfway around the world and back by now just doing expeditions. Mm. Now, have you got a next project or are you just going to keep to this project for the moment? Well, there's loads of new projects coming inside this project, yeah. We got loads. Uh, um, and I'm not going to release them until uh, New Year's Day. That's good. And please mention where people can find your podcast, because that's important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll say that now. Yeah, so we got... It's now on Amazon and Audible. I didn't even know that. And it was on there. People were sharing it more than ever now. Uh, we've got... Um, we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and and every other podcast uh, app you, you think of. In the world. We we are then on YouTube with um with like video as well, so you so you, uh, so you can now actually watch us on YouTube, as well as listen to the audio podcast um on both. So we're now on. We're reaching twice the twice the viewers and i can say in a couple of days i'm going to be reaching um 1k plays which is amazing uh, play counts as five minutes of watching which is amazing good thank you daniel for that Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.